Welcome to another episode of the Daily Liturgy Podcast. This podcast is produced by Coram Deo Church in Omaha, Nebraska, for the benefit of Christians everywhere. If you like it, please share it with others. You can find credits and source information in the episode notes. As we begin today's meditation, let's quiet our hearts and minds before the Lord. O Lord, God of my salvation, every day I call upon you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. Incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my strength fails. Renew me each morning with your steadfast love, that I may rejoice and be glad all my days. A prayer of confession. Almighty God, I confess today my worry and anxiety. Instead of resting in your sovereignty, I fear the unknown. Instead of bringing my requests before you in prayer, I worry and fret. Instead of letting you be God, I fight for control. Forgive me, O Lord. Help me to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. Set me free from all anxious thoughts today. Give me contentment and peace, for you have assured me that if I seek your kingdom, I will not lack any good thing. Amen. The Word of the Lord from the Old Testament, 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and in high favor, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now the Syrians on one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my Lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria. He would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his Lord, Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent to you Naaman, my servant, that you may cure him of his leprosy. And when the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God, to kill and to make alive, that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Only consider, and see how he is seeking a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come now to me, that he may know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. But Naaman was angry and went away, saying, 
Behold, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call upon the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and cure the leper. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. But his servants came near and said to him, My father, it is a great word the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. And his flesh was restored, like the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. And now we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The Word of the Lord from the New Testament, Mark chapter 2, verse 23 through chapter 3, verse 6. One Sabbath he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did, when he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God, in the time of Abathar the high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Again he entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. And they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come here. And he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against him, how to destroy him. A Prayer of Adoration I adore you, Jesus, for showing us the true meaning of the Sabbath. Thank you that you came to do good and to open the way to God's eternal rest. I rest in you as I await your coming. Shalom. The Word of the Lord from Psalm 30 I will extol you, O Lord, 
for you have drawn me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face. I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cry, and to the Lord I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness, that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Lord, make me a good student of your word. This psalm has something to teach me. Give me ears to hear it. Parts of it are worshipful and celebratory, but there are also hints that the psalmist has suffered after presumptuously assuming himself to be prosperous and secure. O Lord, if I worship prosperity, security, and comfort, I humbly invite your correction. You know that complete prosperity isn't good for my soul. Even the joys of hope need to be mixed with the pains of experience, that I might trust in you more deeply. So let me follow the pattern of the psalm. Let me turn from my sin. Let my repentance be met with grace and restoration, and let your mercy be glorified. Take my shame and dress me in the true gladness that comes from walking with you. And now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and always, until the day of Christ's return. We'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Liturgy Podcast.